This is the essence of self-management. Welcome to the Performance Improvement Podcast. This is your host, Ella McGee. I'm a doctor of education who specializes in performance improvement for adult learners and individuals. And I created this podcast to provide information and resources that will help you live to your full potential. I will also occasionally have guests who will provide information to help you in your career and in your personal life. So get ready and let's go. Hello, listeners. Remember when we were children and we were managed by the adults in our life? They protected us from running into the street, eating too much sugar, or hurting ourselves in any way. They reminded us to do homework and warned us against hanging out with the wrong crowd. Remember that? Now, as grown-ups, we have to manage ourselves, to take care of ourselves, guide our behaviors, and watch our choices. But if we consider the challenges that we adults have with discipline, we have to admit that many of us need to develop self-management skills. And that's what I want to talk about today. Self-management is the act of managing our world, our choices and responsibilities. It's a must-have skill in personal life, at school, and on the job. Practicing self-management means we're able to discipline ourselves. It's doing what needs to be done and giving ourselves the best, most balanced, and organized life in every area of our life. The very day I created the draft for this episode, I was feeling awful, both physically and mentally. For some reason, I just woke up that way. Maybe I hadn't slept well, or I had a bad dream that I couldn't remember. I'm not sure, but I was in a bad mental state. I didn't feel like thinking, writing, or doing any work for that matter. On a scale of 1 to 10, my motivation level that day was zero. Have you ever been there? You feel so bad that you keep telling yourself, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like doing anything today. Those very thoughts flooded my mind. But instead of surrendering to those thoughts, I decided to ignore them along with the physical discomfort and complete my first draft. This is the essence of self-management, letting nothing stop you from taking care of business. Now, don't get me wrong, good self-management also includes using good judgment. When you are very sick or recovering from a devastating personal event, physical and mental rest is important before you work on any projects. There are those times when you are forced to press through a little physical, mental, and emotional discomfort, like meeting a deadline at work, for instance. You can't afford to wait to feel better then, right? All you can do is push through the pain to fulfill your duties and get the rest you needed once you've completed the task or tasks. 
So why do we need self-management? Like I said, we've outgrown the need for parental control. But if we don't learn to take responsibility for ourselves, our behaviors, our actions, and our emotions, we will remain stuck on the proverbial treadmill of inaction. Building self-management skills can improve your personal life significantly. It can make it easier for you to get along with others, manage your responsibilities, and take care of the things that need to be taken care of. And these skills are especially important for work. Recent studies reveal that 97% of employers seek employees who have self-management skills. This is probably because the most common trait of successful people is that they are good self-managers. They take responsibility for their own success and keep their emotions in check, which means they will be successful at consistent productivity, participating in teamwork, and basically getting things done. So let's begin looking at ways to develop self-management. First, you need to understand where you are on what I call the four levels of self-management. The levels go from zero to basic to intermediate and advanced. And I'll explain all four. If you fall on the first level of self-management, you take no control over any area of your life. It's a passive existence, like floating on a river in a boat without an oar. We know this is dangerous because it's possible that rough waters are up ahead and we should prepare ourselves to be able to navigate those waters. Those operating on the basic level of self-management, they have an oar, but only one. Therefore, when they reach the rough waters, it's not enough. In the real world view, you do okay in work situations and in some areas of your life but you don't prepare for possible challenges. Those functioning on the intermediate level of self-management, you're doing a little better. You consistently manage personal responsibilities. You manage your attention and focus, your finances, at least most of the time, and you even set goals. While operating on this level, you have both oars on the boat, right? And you brace for what may be ahead, but you forgot to put on your life jacket before reaching the rough waters. So, should you fall off that boat while in the rough waters, obviously the oars are not going to be enough. Those operating in the advanced level self-management have both oars in hand, keep the life jacket on, and successfully navigate through the waters. In the real world, this is equivalent to managing your environment, your behaviors, and your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. You may still have moments of slipping while operating on this level because we're human. But even if you maintain this level most of the time, like four or five times out of a week, making healthy, aware, conscious decisions that match what you say you want, you will reap the benefits, and so will those around you. Okay, so 
Those are the four levels of self-management. It's time to look at how you can move from level zero to advanced. Number one, create an environment that sustains you mentally. Our mental environment is shaped by the information we consume, the people we interact with, the way we spend our time, our living accommodations, and the resources available to us. Check your thinking. All action or inaction begins in the mind. If you don't manage it, it will manage you. Some of us feel powerless over our thoughts, but in reality, we're not. Just think about it for a minute. Thoughts are weightless and formless. We can direct our thoughts. We can become masters over our thinking. Like everything else, it just takes practice. So here's an example. If your thoughts are telling you that you don't want to complete the task in front of you, you need to speak to your thoughts and say, I'm completing this task, whether I want to or not. That's a simple example, but you, I'm sure, can come up with more examples. You can also retrain your thinking by filling your mind with information that supports the direction in which you want to go. Search for quotes that empower you or read books that empower you. It's all about repetition. The mind needs repetition to adapt to a new way of thinking. Remember, your old thinking was probably keeping you stagnant. It was keeping you on that treadmill of inaction. You need to create an environment that supports you mentally so you can develop your way of thinking. Also, watch the people you allow in your world. We all come across people who give us a hard time, right? They take us through those rough waters. Some of them continually put us down. Of course, we can come back at them. But do we really want to spend time defending ourselves against people who should be supporting us or working with us? Or do we want to spend time even thinking about what strangers are saying to us? No. It's important that we remain mentally grounded, and that means keeping ourselves at peace and ensuring that the people around us support that decision. The second thing you need to do to move through the levels of self-management is to discover the environments in which you are most productive. These environments keep you going physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The environment you work in, for instance, has a huge impact on your productivity. If you're in a space where you're not comfortable or not able to focus, then it's going to be difficult to get anything done. So, whether you work in a cubicle or you work at home or at the local coffee shop, just make sure the environment supports your productivity. Okay? The environment that sustains you mentally is the one that allows you to get your best work done. The third thing you need to do to move through the levels of self-management is discover what motivates you. In order to manage ourselves effectively, we have to be able to manage and track our energy levels. 
we need to check our emotional states and stress levels as well. Going back to the day I was creating the draft for this episode, I hadn't performed a self-check. I woke up feeling horrible and immediately the negative thoughts tried to keep me from getting work done. Had I checked my energy levels, my emotional states, and my stress levels, I would have been able to get things done a lot sooner. So I only lost a few minutes that day, but sometimes we can waste the whole day because we didn't do a self-check before we started working. Also, we need to give ourselves breaks so that we can recharge our batteries and get back to our work. Your break can be anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. The important thing is to take a break and think about something else besides the work that you were doing. Also, to discover what motivates you to get things done, create a recurring routine. See if that works for you. Figure out a time of day or week that you feel most productive and then stick with it. Routines can be very motivating because our mind gets used to the routine. So you're going to have to play around with this a little because we're all different. Your routine may be putting a cup of coffee in front of you before you begin working. It may be playing instrumental music before you begin working. Or it may be only working in a particular chair, at a particular desk, and again, at a particular time of day, okay, or night. Discover what routine puts you in a productive state and then stick with that routine. You know, whatever it is, do it consistently every day. Remember, it's about repetition. The fourth thing you can do to move through the levels of self-management is practice learning to force yourself to complete projects. Create a schedule of tasks to complete. Prioritize those tasks and keep track of your progress. And reward yourself for each thing that you finish. That's important. Lastly, set small goals for yourself. Because as you get in the habit of achieving small goals, you'll be preparing yourself to achieve the bigger goals. The fifth thing you could do to move through the levels of self-management is create an environment that sustains you physically. Our physical environment is important for supporting our physical well-being. The quality of water and food we consume, the medical care we get, and, like I said earlier, the people around us can all influence our physical health. Basically, drink water on a regular basis. Eat foods that are healthy, at least most of the time. Right? And keep up with your physical health by going to the doctors. All of this is going to influence your physical health. The last thing you can do to move through the levels of self-management is create an environment that sustains you spiritually. A spiritual environment influences everything from how much fulfillment we get and how much inner peace we feel. Feeling fulfilled and at peace can only benefit your ability to sustain your self-management journey. Read scripture, quote scripture that supports your challenges. For instance, if you have a problem with worrying, find the scriptures that tell you how to overcome worrying 
and then repeat those scriptures to yourself throughout each day. You may need to hang them up on your wall, put them in your phone, okay? Attend services. You can even meditate to create the environment that sustains you spiritually. Now, meditation comes in all forms. I'm not going to get into that because everybody has different ways of meditating. But you can do something as simple as sit quiet for a set amount of time and just let your thoughts flow through your mind. Don't try to stop your thoughts. Just relax and take deep breaths. Right? Meditation can be that simple, but it's very helpful. Self-management is managing our environment, behaviors, our choices, and responsibilities. We have to parent ourselves. So that's it for today. Keep learning, keep growing, and keep pursuing your dreams. Until next time, bye-bye. You may find additional resources that help you live up to your full potential by visiting me on Instagram at Achieving Excellence Today or on the web at AchievingExcellenceToday.com. I also publish planners and organizers that will help you conquer overwhelm and remain organized in the busy digital age. Just visit Amazon.com, type my name in the search field, and click the search button to see these resources.